I'll just tell you guys this right now. Bustin' makes me feel good. What are we talking about this week? <laughs> hey guys, Alex from Capacity the Geek here, and this week we're going to do something I would say that we haven't done before, but what we're doing is actually, you know, just the format of our fucking show. But also, we've been so out of the game that, uh... Yeah, we, we've gotten sloppy, folks. Just, we gotten sloppy like seconds. Anyway, I want to enlighten you boys. Maybe not Bobby. I'm still not clear if you've actually seen this movie before. I have not. Okay, I'm going to enlighten both of you, but specifically my favorite thing to do in the world is to enlighten Walter here. Because... Today we're going to talk about the extended edition of Ghostbusters 2016. My second favorite Ghostbusters movie so far. Because it's better than Ghostbusters 2. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to be better than Ghostbusters 2. Right, it does not. But it still is. Anyway, Walter constantly says that this movie looks like garbage. Or what he's heard is that the movie's really bad. And just stuff like that. But he's never actually taken the time to see this movie. Hey, you know what I like to say about that, Walter? You can't say shit if you don't even have an opinion because you haven't even seen the movie. I never had any desire to see the movie. Then you can't say shit. Now, I, for one, would like to consider myself a fan of shitty movies. One of my favorite movies of all time, unironically, is Bobby. Hold on, I'm scratching my beard. It's, uh... Oh, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Which, we might have to do an episode on that. But, there's a ton of films, honestly, that I know people think are really shitty, but I have a great time with. Gremlins 2, A New Batch, um... Others. Oh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, I really like that one. Uh, oh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which you haven't seen either, but you're giving me a look. No, I'm not saying you anything. You haven't seen any of the Indiana Jones movies, I'm not, I, I openly said I'm not saying anything. That's saying something. But today, I'm going to give you a gift, Walter. You're finally going to be able to talk shit about Ghostbusters 2016 because we're going to show you Ghostbusters 2016. Now, uh, before we start, we're going to jump into us watching the movie. Then we're going to come back. We're going to record our thoughts. But before we start, um, what have you guys heard of this movie? Bobby? Uh, I mean, my dad's not particularly fond, with, fond about it. Yeah, but we know the things your dad ain't into. Uh, I've heard a lot of the jokes just don't hit like they clearly wanted them to. And that it's one of the prevailing things that I've heard said when people discuss this movie is it's very messy. Okay. You know what else would be really messy, Walter? 
I were to pay you a dollar to eat that queso that's right in front of you. That queso has been around for a couple of <laughs> Sorry, my my boyfriend just uh, sent me a text. All right, so um, <laughs> all right, so you've heard that it's messy. Yes, I can say that. I'm not at all saying that this is a good film. I'm saying I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. There's some jokes that yes didn't make a lot of sense, but also some jokes that were kind of funny and got a rise out of me. We're going to be watching the extended edition, which, in my opinion, is the best version to watch. Um, it has some jokes that didn't quite work out. Um, it's a little bit cruder. It's less kitty, and all that. But um, I don't know. This was kind of like a really good version of the film that I saw. And uh, I got it free with my voodoo. So anything else before we start this thing? Voodoo, please sponsor us. Yes, please. We use your platform very, very often. Oh, God. Do we really want to be saying that, though? Do we want to be sponsored by work? Does Walmart own Voodoo? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are already sponsored by Voodoo. What the hell? Save money. Look better. Always low prices. Quick. Cut this out. Union. No! <laughs> they know where we live. Like, I literally got something in the mail saying that if I were ever terminated, I could be covered by COBRA insurance. So, that's a thing. All this is getting covered out. Union, union, union. Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Howard Stern's penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. With that out of the way, let me show you Ghostbusters 2016. Answer the call. Nobody cares about what you're looking forward to. Go fuck yourself. Oh, also, P.S., we're going to talk about Afterlife after the movie. over here and uh we just finished watching ghostbusters 2016 and uh walter i think yo was an apology the movie was all right thank you thank you not garbage like you heard uh not completely like there were definitely parts of the movie that i didn't like and there were definitely jokes that missed by a lot Oh, yeah, definitely. I, other than one or two laughs, I really did not like most of the humor from Melissa McCarthy's character. That's a given. She's a very, uh, you have to have a specific taste for Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Um, Chris Hemsworth, hilarious. That's what a lot of people say. Chris Hemsworth and, uh, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Those two are, like, the best parts of the movie. And she's, like, the quirky one, right? Yeah. She's yeah. Holtzman. Yeah. Yeah. Those two were probably the best parts of the movie. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, besides all those cameos. Yeah. They yeah. got everyone. 
all the main characters from the original Ghostbusters back besides Rick Moranis. And Harold Ramis, but they still did something for Harold Ramis. Yeah. Over there, which I liked. I, yeah. I, I liked what they did with Harold Ramis. Uh, my favorite one is always Annie Potts. She is the best. The first original female Ghostbuster. Let's be real. But um, glad that she's back for Afterlife. We'll talk about Afterlife for a little bit, as I teased um, during our break. But yeah, Bobby, what did you think? So uh, when I went on my bathroom break, I uh, I tried to come up with an anecdote. Um, and what I'm about to say here is going to be a little bit controversial. Oh. There's bad. Uh-huh. And then there's Lionsgate bad. Oh, God. This was neither. It was a solid movie. Oh, we got a convert here. Looks like you're not going to be able to come uh, come home tonight. It's fine. My dad would not, like, disown me. Walter, on the other hand, oh, he'd yeah. totally disown Walter. Oh, yeah. Walter's probably part Swedish, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just don't tell your dad that. <laughs> he just assumes it's body odor. <laughs> Are you trying to get us, like... Listeners in every country in the world except Sweden. Let's be real. People in Sweden don't listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me fact check that. <laughs> Let me fact check this racist goddamn God Dalton. It's all Dalton's fault. Hi, Dalton. Oh, he just sent me a text. Oh. oh. It's not going to hear you, but... Um, this if is he listens getting... to this episode, he will. It, well, this part's getting cut out. It totally is. Yeah, it is. Bobby, cut this part out. I'll get to it. Oh, shit. Yeah, you editing an episode, I'd like to see that. Um. What was up? So, uh, <sighs> the, the uh, popular it... podcasts in Sweden. Uh-huh. Guess what? What? I can't pronounce any of them. <laughs> Except for uh, History Podden. What if we? What if Alex we were... and Sig's podcast? Oh wait, that's that's our name in Swedish. <laughs> oh shit, are we the top and, podcast? Uh, something in called Serial. Serial is probably a serial killer podcast or a breakfast serial podcast. Either way, I would watch it. <laughs> Fun fact: there is a serial for breakfast cereal, and there is a serial for uh, the the first thing that Alex said. Serial killers. Yes. There's a cereal for breakfast cereal. Did you mean a podcast for breakfast cereal? Yes, yes. The the, the podcast is called Cereal. It's a it's a parody on cereal because cereal is a super popular podcast. Oh, so you and, really uh, enjoyed this movie, huh, Bob? Yes. That's good. Much like the people of Sweden enjoy the Joe Rogan experience. Now, Walter. Yes. Uh, after seeing this movie, would you agree with me? And would you also, Bobby, agree with me? Um, from the best of your ability, would you agree with me, with me as of right now, not counting Afterlife, we might come back to this movie after Afterlife. Second best Ghostbusters movie. 
I definitely would have to sit <laughs> down and watch Ghostbusters 2 again. Uh-huh. But from the best of my recollection, from the one time I saw Ghostbusters 2 when I was a little child, before I even saw the first one, I don't remember any of it, and I remember being really bored. Okay. Again, you saw Ghostbusters 2 once as a small child, yet you think you could have an opinion. I've never expressed an opinion on it. I, I was literally just asking him if, to the best of his ability, and he was giving me a very thorough explanation that he did not have that much of an ability, Bobby. Are you okay? I'm just tired of this man having opinions on things that he cannot have opinions I'm for. I'm expressing the fact that I can't really express an opinion on it because I don't remember it. We literally Finally, just, he does something good with his life. We literally just... We, we literally just helped <laughs> him form an opinion on something and you're yelling at the man. Bobby, second best Ghostbusters movie as of right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The one time you actually want to say more than five things in a sentence and you say that. <laughs> Are you okay? He's he's sweating a lot, guys. I'm getting over a cold. Okay. That's my excuse, and I haven't taken any meds today. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I, I tried watching Ghostbusters 2 when it was on Netflix, and it just couldn't keep my attention. I feel like a lot of things can't keep your attention. You're not wrong. I'm not. Um, I recently, after the Afterlife trailer, I watched all three of these films, and um, thus gave me the uh, the inspiration to make this episode. Uh, but I had two Steelbook box sets from Best Buy um, of Ghostbusters One, and Ghostbusters Two. I hadn't opened. I got them around this time this film came out, actually, but. I hadn't opened them, but they came with digital copies, so I finally opened them to go back and watch both movies. Uh, so I download Ghostbusters, uh, or I open Ghostbusters 2 first, and I use the digital copy. Uh, I have two TVs in my room. Uh, just a little background on the show. Uh, one of the TVs we use as our recording studio. Uh, that's just where we record the show and also where we watch things thanks to a Chromecast via Walter but uh, anyway so I like to use digital copies so I can open them up on Voodoo and Chromecast it to my TV uh, when I redeemed the code for Ghostbusters 2 gave me a copy of Ghostbusters 2 uh, I then opened the original Ghostbusters uh, typed in the code gave me a copy of Ghostbusters 2 so I had two copies of Ghostbusters 2, oh, no. and I ended up renting Ghostbusters from YouTube. <laughs> so, uh, definitely, definitely Ghostbusters 2 is uh, the worst Ghostbusters movie so far, and probably going to stay there. Was it bad? Like, it was definitely not Ghostbusters 1, and... It also didn't help that he had a bad experience. Yeah, it. I definitely enjoy this movie a lot more than Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. It's hard to describe. It's like. There's some fun parts in it, but it's definitely not what you to follow up this film on. Um, I don't know. One thing I will praise this film for 
it definitely doesn't just do the original Ghostbusters again. There's elements. It's uh, the old George Lucas. Let me see if I can ruffle up my George Lucas impression. Um, it's like poetry. It all rhymes. You see, what happens in the first part will happen a couple movies later. Uh, it's Campbellian archetypes. And, um, you know, uh, Jar Jar is the key to all that. Okay. That was, <laughs> <laughs> going, going a little too far into the George Lucas camp. But uh, kind of like what he says, there there's themes and there's elements that definitely do mirror the original Ghostbusters. There's three scientists and a regular guy or a regular girl. And, um, yeah. So, and everything. And they definitely do call back on it. I, like I said, everybody but Mick, uh, but Mick. Everybody but Rick Moranis, to a degree, because Harold Ramis obviously died before filming. Uh, this, he died in 2014. This movie was released in 2016. Uh, but they brought him back as a statue head. Uh, Bill Murray, uh as a skeptic uh, ghost examiner or whatever he is he's basically a skeptic um, which kind of does call back to the fact that Ghostbusters 3 was never made with the original cast because Bill Murray had just denied wanting to make it for so long that uh, eventually until Harold Ramis died but now we're getting Afterlife which is hopefully hopefully Afterlife is uh just a little bit of that Ghostbusters tree we've all always wanted. It looks good from the one trailer so far. Right, we'll talk about that because you did have... I did have to correct you on that. But we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but Annie Potts was receptionist at the hotel that the villain Rowan works at. Uh, I love Annie Potts. I love the Golden Girls and a spiritual successor to the Golden Girls was Designing Women and she was on there and uh, I've been trying to watch all the episodes I just don't have a lot of time to binge an entire show but Designing Women is definitely on my list and uh, we saw her last year in Toy Story 3 she's the voice of Bo Peep so that, that's kind of nice we saw her last year in Toy Story 4 she's the voice of Bo Peep and uh, Dan Aykroyd, uh, he is one of the cabbies in the movie. Uh, he gets a little bit of uh, ghost techno babble going on in there that kind of alludes to the fact that he was definitely the driving force of the original Ghostbusters movie when it came to the lore of ghosts and just the spirituality and the paranormal aspects of that film definitely all came from Dan Aykroyd. And uh, Ernie Hudson as Patty's uncle, just being Ernie Hudson. And I didn't know this was happening, but end credits, uh, well, mid credit scene with Sigourney Weaver, you know. So they basically got everybody but Rick Moranis back. Uh, Rick Moranis, as you guys know, retired from acting years ago after his wife died to take care of his kids. I really don't think he's done a lot of acting since then. I know he appeared... Do you guys remember... The, well, not remember. Do you guys know that show, The Goldbergs? Mm-hmm. Yes. He reprised his role as Darth Helmet for one scene there. But he has not done a lot of acting since. I know he was in the Brother Bear movies. Now, does as anybody actually remember those movies? No. Since 
the see the last sequel to Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, honey I blew up the kids. Honey we shrunk ourselves. Honey we shrunk ourselves. He's done three movies. Uh-huh. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Island of Misfit Toys in 2001. Okay. And the two Brother Bear movies. Okay. And then like I said Goldbergs, but I think that was a voice. I know that Dark uh, Dark Helmet. You guys have seen Spaceballs, right? Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, damn. All right. Well, that's a lovely film. Great film. Uh, probably a better Star Wars film than George Lucas can make, but that's a subject for another day. You're not wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna be throwing some unpopular Star Wars opinions the entire time we have this podcast, just because it's my podcast and I can do that. Um, yes. Just know, Alex, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong about a lot of things about Star Wars. George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars, cannot make a Star Wars film. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say this right now. Just because, you know, we're saying a lot of controversial stuff by uh, praising Ghostbusters 2016 in this uh, recording right now. But um, George Lucas has only made one good Star Wars film, and that is Revenge of the Sith. Now, before you come at me... I will explain. Star Wars, A New Hope, or as I like to call it, 77, or just plain Star Wars, because that was the original name on it, was saved in editing by his wife, Marsha, who I believe won an Oscar for that. Okay, redact that. I'm not actually sure she won an Oscar. But I know that Star Wars has a few Oscars. One for sound editing, I believe. But, um, yeah. 77 was saved in editing by his wife, Marsha Lucas. It was a very dry, very just messy film to make. And George Lucas, I I don't know a lot about his earlier stuff. THX 1138 and uh, American Graffiti. I've never seen those. Uh, I've been wanting to check out American Graffiti. But... Star Wars, the less involvement he has in them, the better they typically are, besides Revenge of the Sith. He hit his stride with Revenge of the Sith. He made his best Star Wars film 30 years. Since since this became a Star Wars episode, I did want to point something out. Uh Uh-huh. After Marsha Lucas edited Return of the Jedi, she divorced him. Oh, yeah. I thought it was during. That's why the Sarlacc was all, like, vaginal. By the end of the year, she divorced him. Ah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to say a lot more shit about uh, Star Wars. You know, I I do have an episode planned where we're going to look at obscure Star Wars characters that have in-depth backstories and action figures because there's a lot of them and a lot of them are dumb i'm gonna tell you this right now one of my picks is boba fett come at me nerds so don't do this to yourself (laughs) i'm ready what are they gonna do you you underestimate how mad star wars fans can get if they find out where you live they'll kill you i think i'm afraid of a couple virgins (laughs) Come on, guys. Instead of trying to find me, why don't you try finding a girlfriend? I'm sorry, Bob. 
Are you okay? I'm sorry. That's you put staying a, in the episode. You, you put a lightsaber near me. I'm going to hit Walter with it. Yeah, we have it. a prop lightsaber in here, and there's also a poster to 77 just hanging around in the, in the, in the recording studio. I want you guys to know that I am a Star Wars geek. I love Star Wars, and that's why I can have these opinions on it. Unlike Walter three hours ago, who had not seen Ghostbusters 2016, but suddenly felt like he was an expert on it because he thought it was trash. Um, but now, I think my job is done here, and I converted both of you. So we're watching Howard the Duck next. Yeah! What? <laughs> Howard the Duck. That's a bop. Honestly, if I could buy the rights to the Howard the Duck theme song, that would be our show's theme song. <laughs> Uh, okay, so any further thoughts on Ghostbusters 2016 before we talk a little bit about Afterlife? Not a thought on the movie, but for real, can we do Howard the Duck? We're going to do Howard the Duck. Yes. Walter hasn't seen Howard the Duck. Howard I the Duck is good. Howard the Duck is great. I have a Blu-ray copy. It's beautiful. If we're doing poorly received Marvel movies, can we please do Fantastic Four 1994? <sighs> Ugh. Have you actually watched that for yourself yet? Not yet. Watch it and tell me you wanna you wanna do it. Okay. If you can watch it and with a straight face looking in my eye, tell me that you still want to do that and you want to show it to us. We might do it. But I already know your answer. All right. So, Ghostbusters Afterlife came uh, coming out this year. Trailer released around November, right? Yeah. And, um, like I alluded to, I had to correct something on Walter there. Um, Walter said when he first saw the trailer, he didn't know how he felt about it because he felt that it was just pandering and it just seems like it was banking too much off the original. And, uh, it just seemed whoever was making it was like this huge fanboy of the original. Um, I will clarify that. The director of Ghostbusters Afterlife is Jason Reitman. If that name sounds familiar to you, he's the son of Ivan Reitman, the director of the original Ghostbusters. He has literally stated that he grew up on the set of Ghostbusters. Honestly, if anybody, anybody was right to get the torch of the next Ghostbusters movie, the next proper Ghostbusters movie, I'm not even going to say that because 2016 is its own thing um but it the next original ghostbusters movie a true ghostbusters 3 if you want to call it that that's great call it luck call it karma but it's ghostbusters 3 and um what do you guys think i'm walter continue your thought I think it looks really good. On a second viewing of the trailer, I saw a lot of positives, a lot of things that look promising, a lot of things that look cool. Um, it's got... Oh, my God. Wow. Drawing a blank on his name. Finn Wolfhard? Him and... Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd. Okay. It's got Paul Rudd. I love him as Scott Lang. Oh, yes. In the Ant-Man movies and in his other appearances in the MCU. Yeah. 
he's he's just got such good comedic timing. He is. He's great. Paul Rudd is great. And I think I think it's going to be really good. <laughs> uh, going back on our original topic here, um, Chris Hemsworth being funny in this movie, I'd like to think that's what finally let Marvel let him be funny in the Marvel movies because Thor Ragnarok came shortly after this. And I'd just like to think that they finally just let him let loose because he is actually a really funny guy. Yeah, he was really funny in this. He had shown glimpses of his comedic chops in the first two Thor movies, especially in, like, the scenes when he first gets to Earth in the first one. Oh, yeah, the fish-out-of-water stuff Yeah, in Thor is probably the best part of Thor. Like the, uh, the coffee shop scene. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, let's get off the subject of Thor before I get into Natalie Portman and I start talking about Star Wars again. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Bobby. Uh, I'm not trying to paint myself as a Finn Wolfhard fanboy or anything, but fuck it. Anything that he touches is gold. He's great. Uh, like, I just got into Stranger Things, I hate to say it, like, once uh, season three dropped. And I ended up binging all of that over the course of a couple weeks. Um, the highest grossing original streaming service show. It used to be the highest grossing streaming. Or not grossing, obviously. They don't make money, you know. But it's the... What was it? it it's the most original streaming series. Or origi- most original series on a... Most streamed original series? Yes, most streamed original series on a streaming service. Uh, it originally was the most streamed series on a streaming service of all time, but it got passed up by The Mandalorian, but it's the most original. It's an original concept. Right. So, yeah. But uh, back to what I was saying, um, it chapters one and two, he was great in. Oh, yeah. Uh, he did a music video for one of my favorite bands. The band's name is Pup, and the music oh. video was uh, Sleep in the Heat. And they were going to talk about Ninja Sex Party, where he played a young Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah that was great, great, too. Um, but uh, if you want to get hit with the feels, watch the music video for Sleep in the Heat. Yeah, Bobby and I are uh, Game Grumps fans. I converted him. Like, I convert him into a lot of things, apparently. But uh, we saw him live a couple times, and... They've done a couple episodes with Finn Wolfhard, and they obviously got him back for that music video where he played a young version of Danny. Um, they both have, uh, as people, you know, lovingly say, Jew froze, so it kind of worked. Uh, but yeah, Finn Wolfhard's pretty great. I just, uh, have you seen his TikTok? He's got a TikTok? He's got a TikTok. He's I gotta got send you his TikTok. It's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, do that, do that. Okay, I'll definitely send you his TikTok. Um, all right. Anything else you wanted to say about Afterlife? Um, as I was saying, Finn Wolfhard is like anything that he touches is gold. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain it's gonna be the same for Afterlife, for the most part. Right. Although I've heard that he just, uh, they just. Uh, that new turning film that he's in, I I hear that it's bombing pretty hard. 
We don't have to watch that. We don't have to watch that. We don't have to acknowledge its existence. He's, he's entitled the one bad thing. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I mean, we have this podcast, so. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks all, uh... Five of you listening. Oh, God. What if, what if we eventually blow up and people just go back to original um, recordings as a joke? Oh, no. It's a thing that happens. That's fine. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be great. This will all be deleted by the time we reach 200,000 followers. I mean... Or we'll put it on a streaming service and we'll call it Capacity to Gleek. Uh, capacity to Gleek. Capacity to Geek. I can't fucking say the name of our show. Uh, capacity to Geek Plus? No, Classics. Oh. Yeah, Capacity to Geek Classics. That's what we'll call it. Yeah, listen to us for uh, all of our OnlyFans jokes. Oh, yeah. $5 a month. <laughs> I feel like that's, uh, that's, that's about right for us. For $7 a month, you get edited versions of the show where Walter's um, uh, decibels are turned to point one. We'll like and tip our posts, and we'll slide into your DMs with those. These guys can slide into your DMs. I am happily taken. Uh, all right. So that about does it for another episode of uh, this show we do. Um, any departing words, fellas? This is successfully the third best piece of uh, Ghostbusters media. Shout out to the 2009 Ghostbusters video game. Can I get something from it, please? What? Did, did, you, did you play the game? I, I didn't. I just uh, want to throw it. Oh, dude, great. it's so it, good. It, 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 Trust it's me, I've been, I've been debating buying the uh, remaster. That dude, you should. I've been wanting that. Mom said that he was going to get me it for Christmas. It's already like, January. Uh, the gameplay on it is... It, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, I guess we cannot highly recommend it more. But, um. Is that. Is that button still on?